Welcome to A Tad Bit Crunchy, a podcast about transforming your life using natural and holistic hacks. I'm Whitney Bean, wellness and life coach and mom of four. I'm curious and learning right alongside you. I believe we can achieve better health and balance and still be on time for soccer practice most of the time. Hey friends, how's it going? I just want to start off by apologizing, the perfect way to always start a podcast. Um, I have had a cold and I hope my voice will last, but that's why I sound a little bit raspy and probably heavy breathing, but I'm getting better. We're getting there. Um, But I wanted to still record a podcast because it's a lot of fun and I want to talk to you guys. So um, I wanted to address this week something that came up in a session that I did with a client. And one of um, the processes that we do in a session is that we create some actionable steps for that coming week. And typically there are four actionable steps that we take and uh, they revolve around um, the mental area of your life, mental and then emotional, physical and spiritual. So we try to make those actions um, around a well-rounded person. (laughs) We try to make them um, into something that you can utilize to receive and to gain balance in your own life. So we're not just like hitting hard on like eating the greens and eating the veggies, or we're not just hitting hard on like journal, journal, journal. So we're creating four different steps so that we have this well-rounded holistic view and um, access to self-care from these four different areas. So one of the actionable steps that a client came up with this week that I absolutely love, and I'll just take a side note too, I um, am always incredibly impressed with the actionable steps that clients come up with. I always feel like um, I'm surprised and that's what I want, right? Like I, I don't want to just tell them what to do because it's not going to make as big of a difference. And sometimes I can, I can, you know, lend advice and say, well, how about in this area, let's look at this topic specifically, or what about this actionable step? But I let them create something really specific to them so that the motivation is coming internally. Because that's the change that we want to see, right? It's like if you're telling your kids every single day, like clean up your toys, clean up your toys, clean up your toys. The point is like over time, we hope that they appreciate a clean room or they at least take the responsibility, right? Like we don't always want to be telling them just like with clients. Like I don't, I don't want to sit and tell everybody what to do. I love to tell people what to do and I will tell people what to do all day, (laughs) but it's not very effective, right? And it's not usually what people want to hear. And so when um, I'm working one-on-one, it's just important that I take into account um, being open and surprised by what they bring up because it is always, always more effective than what I can lend for them. So this specific client, um, you know, we're talking about a few different things and I asked her what she thought the, the actionable step that week should be. And she said, you know, I am learning a lot of cool things right now. I'm reading a lot. I'm listening to podcasts, audiobooks. Um, I'm studying a few different topics that are really lighting me up and I'm really excited about it. And I think my actionable step will be that at nighttime, when I say goodnight to my kids and I snuggle with them for a minute, I want to share with them something that I learned that day. I want to share with them something that I am passionate about, that I am excited about. And um, again, like it was just surprise. I was like, that that's amazing. Like I could never have come up with that, right? 
Um, and she was so excited about that idea. And I think the overall idea was that she was wanting to connect with her kids more, right? But she brought in her passions. So it's like we're bringing in a few different areas here. <clears throat> we're bringing in the, the the mind. Like these are the things that she's learning, right? But then she's also bringing it into the emotional. She's wanting to connect with her kids. And the passion comes from the spiritual, right? It's like that divine, um, that inner voice that's like, yeah, this stuff is exciting. I want to learn about that. Um, and then you have the physical snuggle. So this really like encompassed all four of those areas in one, which I just absolutely loved. And one of the things that I loved the best about this idea, this actionable step for this client was that she was able to show her kids a little bit of who she is, because so often we show up as the parent who's like, uh, you know, I got to be the responsible one. I got to do this and that. And we forget that like being responsible, being in charge, you know, running the household, it doesn't mean being serious all the time, right? Like we get to have passions. We get to have fun. We get to be ourselves. And by all means, if you are not feeling those things, let's chat because it really should be a place where you get to be yourself more than anywhere. Like you get to practice being yourself at home so that you can show up in all areas of your life as that person. And so um, just in thinking about that topic today, I was thinking that is what I wanted to do during this podcast today was as if you were all my children, (laughs) as if I'm teaching you. Um, but I, I wanted to tell you and talk to you a little bit about something that I am passionate about right now. And, um, in doing so, I hope that it gives you a feel for who I am. And that's what I really want for this podcast. Um, when I listen to podcasts, I love to get to know people. Like I like to hear that person's voice. I like to know, you know, the little imperfections in their voice. I like to hear the ums and the so's and the the stammers. And then what do they do next? Right. I like to hear all that stuff, which is a big reason that I don't edit my podcast much. Um, if at all, <laughs> I will likely not edit this podcast. <laughs> so I like to get to know people in that way because it feels personal. And through podcasts, I feel like um, I like to resonate with people. And um, anyways, so this will be a raw episode, as most of them are. Um, and that's just kind of a side note. But um, what I was wanting to say is that um, I want to hopefully convey a little bit about who I am. And um, so one of the passions that I want to share with you is that I believe in divine beings. I believe that we are all divine and that we have an eternal life. And so, you know, this really drives what I do because <clears throat> it really, you can ask any of my clients, you know, they come, they tell me all the things that they feel like, oh, this is my dirty laundry. This is like, this is the stuff that makes them cringe or they're embarrassed or they're just like, this is messy. This is too much. And I love it. I love hearing that stuff because that is why we're here, right? Like we are here to figure out who we want to be. And we can't figure out who we want to be without looking at all of it. Like we have to look at all of it. And especially those pieces that feel especially especially vulnerable or that feel especially triggered. Like those are huge indicators for like, where are you holding back? Right. Or like, where do you need some healing? Where can I help? And um, so often we feel like a lot of those triggers, the drama that comes up is just natural. Like this is just normal life, right? We all have these huge dramas. We all have all these triggers. And I want to uh, point out that uh, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be 
the norm. And I know it's common. I know it's super common, but it doesn't necessarily have to be the norm. One of my favorite um, influencers right now is Dr. Aviva Ram. She's great to follow on the Instagram if you guys are interested. Uh, She has an incredible book called Hormone Intelligence that teaches you all about female body. And a lot of what she talks about is like, this is common, but it's not necessarily the norm for you. And so, you know, when we talk about our symptoms that come up like around our period or just as a female in general, there's so many things that are like, this is just what happens. This is, you know, like I just get a migraine, you know, for a week out of the month, or I just get this or I just get that. But she points out that like, these are red flags. And I, I kind of feel the same way in what I do too, is like, there's so many pieces that are like, this is just regular life, right? Like it's okay to just put on a smile, pretend things are okay, brush over, you know, push things under the rug. These, this is super common, but it doesn't mean that it has to be the norm for you. So, um, wrapping back around to talking about my passion, (laughs) which is, uh, which is working with divine humans. And when I, when I work with clients, it's really a matter of like, man, I can't wait to see what person is developing right now because they are amazing human beings. And I get to be sometimes the first person to like show them a little teeny glance at like, do you notice this is a gift? Do you notice that this is extraordinary? And being able to help people to see just little glimpses of like, this is something you can highlight. This is something you can utilize. This is something that you can use in your life to become the mom you want to be, to become the boss you want to be, to become the runner that you want to be. Like whatever their goal is that they're trying to attain, it's likely that they have those divine gifts that will get them there. And something cool too about, you know, having that divine, um, that divine outlook is that, we don't necessarily know who we are. (laughs) Like, I know that sounds funny, but we don't know who we are to begin with. And a lot of what we're going through is a matter of looking at ourselves and then discovering little by little who that person is underneath, who is that divine person. And I think that we have a lot of blinders on um, and we can't always see the big picture And so being able to have different depths of experiences, these various experiences in our life help us to um, maybe put down the blinders or see things from somebody else's perspective or look inward and not even look outward. So then as we look at our life, you know, looking at it from that bigger picture, that bigger scope, we get to look elsewhere, right? We get to think about like, man, if I'm a divine person and if I already have gifts and talents, which you do, I promise you, you do, then where are those or what are those and how do I highlight those? And then you can even utilize your roles in your life right now to help guide you to that person even deeper. So, um, you know, when I, when I started coaching, it was like, I was thinking about who's my audience, right? And and I I don't know if all business owners do this, but I think about it a lot, right? Like like who is that audience? Who am I talking to? And um I always kind of avoided the idea of like I help moms or I help spouses or I help moms of young kids or whatever it is, even though a lot of my clients are moms. Um and I think that part of the reason that I avoided that was because it's not like 
that's not the end goal. Like I don't only want to help moms and it's not that I'm trying to help you be a better mom. I'm trying to help you be a better person. That's more in alignment with your true values. And most of the time people's true value is to show up as a mom that's communicating well and as a mom who's kind (laughs) as a mom who like is effective at teaching what they want to teach and so I always avoided like I don't necessarily want to say I'm just helping all the moms (laughs) because it's not that I um it's not that I just want to help moms it's that I want to help people to be the divine human that they are here to be and a lot of times we can look at those roles and we can evaluate how you're showing up And we can utilize them to reflect back at that inner person. So for example, like if you are showing up as a parent who is like super um, interested in keeping their house really tidy and really clean and making sure that nothing is out of place at at all. (laughs) So you are really interested in keeping things just precise, exactly how you want. And then when like one of your kids comes up and is like playing and enjoying and, you know, so they get out like the kinetic sand, right? And like the kinetic sand's getting on the floor a little bit. It's getting on the bench a little bit. It's getting on the table. How do you feel inside, right? Like, what are you thinking in that moment? Are you connecting with like, oh, what are you building? That's so interesting. Show me, talk to me, tell me. And you're like with that kid interested or are you like sweeping up underneath of them? Or are you like, ah, you're making such a big mess. And how do you want to be showing up? So a lot of times people don't necessarily want to be showing up as the person that's just sweeping up the kinetic sand. If you are getting this analogy, (laughs) they're not just the one who's like tidying up around the children, right? They want to be interactive. They want to be in that imagination land, even just for a second, just to help your kids to, um, to increase their ability to imagine. And a lot of times parents want to be a different version than who they're showing up as. And that is what the beauty of like thinking about the divine can do for you. If you are um, making choices externally that don't feel like they're matching the internal, then you will feel resistance or you will feel that contrast. And it might not be today, it might not be tomorrow, but over time, if you're not living fully as your authentic self, there will be places where you're noticing. And a lot of times people are feeling that, you know, with their physical body, right? They're feeling stress in their shoulders and their neck and their jaw and their lower back and their gut. Or maybe they're noticing it in their relationships where instead of showing up as the person that you want to be, which might be fun and silly and curious and outgoing, maybe you're showing up as someone who's feeling more naggy and like, oh, I just have to tell everybody what to do at all times. And so look at the person that you're showing up as. And this is a huge indicator of like, is this the person that you want to show up as? And it doesn't mean that like, I'm just a naggy person now, like I'm a parent. So now I just have to nag everybody. Um, Again, going back to Aviva Ram, like that might be common, but it doesn't have to be the norm for you. And does that feel like you want it to be your norm? Do you want that to be the person that you show up as all the time? And so um, part of um, deciding or discovering who you are internally is looking at and aligning yourself with values. So that's something that you can do today. I love giving homework. For some reason, I'm going to give it right now on a podcast, (laughs) but I encourage you to look at and journal about your values that you're sure of right now. And they can be little things, right? Like it doesn't have to be like, oh, this is overwhelming because it's like, how do I 
how do I encapsulate like my life values? But just start with something small, like, you know, reading a book to my kid every day, that's a value of mine. Or um, meditating and having some internal time every day, that is a value of mine. Or doing something creative frequently, even if it's not every day, that's a value of mine. So just start with something small. And sometimes you can notice the value by noticing the contrast. So if we go back to that example of like sweeping up the kinetic sand and da 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 So that might be the contrast. So then what's the value on the other side of that? I want to encourage creativity. I want to encourage a home full of peace and like sometimes things get messy and that's okay. I want to encourage um, the independence that my kid got the kinetic sand out themselves. So think about like what's going on now and then what's the value on the other side of it. And sometimes looking at that contrast can help. And then I want to give you one more piece of homework because why not, right? Like I already gave one, we might as well keep going. The other piece of homework too is I want you to think about you yourself, that divine person. So a lot of times in meditation, uh, what you're doing is you're trying to allow thoughts. So thoughts will come and as you allow them and you detach judgment, you attach the um, emotion that comes with or is triggered by that thought then you're allowing that thought to pass through. So a lot of times the thought can't pass through because we're clinging onto it. We've created this web around it of a heck of a lot of other feelings and thoughts. So in meditation, we allow thoughts to pass through and refrain from judgment. We're retraining the brain to say, you know what? I don't need to have a judgment about that right now. I don't need to cling on to that right now. It's okay to breathe through this thought and allow it to pass. And over time, you, as you're meditating, you have less thoughts. (laughs) So I know it sounds silly, but like your thoughts, if you're quiet right now, how many thoughts pop into your head? And a lot of people will say that, right? Like I just can't turn off my brain. I can't meditate because I can't turn off my brain. And that is a common thing to happen, right? But it doesn't necessarily need to be the norm for you. And so practicing and giving yourself that space to um, allow thoughts will retrain your brain to stop sending so many thoughts so quickly with so much judgment. And so over time, you're creating more space. And then within meditation too, what I like to do is I like to think of myself aligning with somebody inside of me who knows more than I do. Like I like to think of my divine self and I like to think of that divine self as knowing who I am and knowing where I came from and knowing where I'm going. And when I align with that person, I feel confident and I feel comfortable and I feel that worth. I feel that value. And so in my meditation, I like to add that as well, where I am not just um, allowing thoughts to pass through, but then I'm also taking a moment to align myself with that inner self. And so the homework is that I want you to think about what that inner self, what that inner self looks like to you right now. And I want you to do that through a few different attributes, just writing down some attributes of your true divine self. So that might be things like I am genuinely loving or I am genuinely authentic or I'm generally really adventurous. I I can hardly even say that because I don't think I'm that adventurous. (laughs) So that one didn't feel very true for me. Or I love organization, right? So think about some of those things that are true to you, those inner values, and write those down. And that is such a good place to start. 
And um, what I like to tell clients too, is like, once you know that person, like once you're in, in tune with like, this is the person that's inside of me, then you can like look for the evidence. So in what places in your life are you seeing that person show up consistently? Or what places in your life are you seeing like, man, as a parent, I'm not that person at all. Or as a spouse, I'm not that person at all. Or like as the soccer coach, I'm not that person at all. <laughs> so we sometimes like take these responsibilities or these roles too seriously. Like so seriously, we, we think that we can like not have any of ourselves as part of it. And so I would encourage you to look at those different roles that you're taking and compare the two. Like, okay, in this role, am I showing up silly and fun and curious and, um, you know, reliable? And so look at that list of attributes and look at the places in your life that you may or may not be showing up as that person. And that's a huge indicator of like, are you living in alignment with your values? So we'll take the parent example again. So as a parent, if you're not showing up as that person, then that's really good data. Like that's a really great place to start because we want that person to naturally be showing up as a parent because you will be the best parent that you can be by being yourself. Like if you are authentic and genuine as a parent, then that is the best that you can do for your parent, for your kids. And I think a lot of people think like, well, I can't just be fun and silly all the time because we got to get stuff done. Right. But are there more options? Like maybe we're not opening our eyes to all the options. Maybe both can be true. We can get tons of stuff done. And I also can be fun and silly and be myself. And so, um, you know, even with myself, I noticed that too, like if I am becoming more like naggy or telling people what to do, like telling my kids, um, that they need to do this or that, I have to notice that like something is going on with me (laughs) and that I need to step back and say, okay, I'm not in alignment with myself right now, because if I am truly in alignment with myself as a parent, I am feeling pretty fun and silly. And of course I still feel emotions, right? Like I still am feeling sometimes disappointed or I'm still feeling sometimes sad or tired or fatigued, but it means that I get to show up as myself, which is so much easier and also be an effective parent. Also teach my kids. Also make sure that they're learning the things that I think they need to learn at that age. So there is definitely, you know, going back one more time to that idea of Abhiva Ram is like, this is the common and this is the norm. These are separate ideas. And we see a lot of common, right? We see a lot of things that are like, this is just how it is. Like if my kid messes up, I need to be intense with them, right? Or maybe not. And I'm not telling you one way or the other. (laughs) I just want you to look at and think about things with like a bigger scope and think maybe there are um, ways that you can be an effective parent while also being true to your inner self. And then the last piece that I want to talk about too is... um, is helping your true self to um, be cared for the best that you can. And that really comes down to effective self-care. And I'm pretty passionate about this topic because um, effective self-care, I think, is pretty surprising to a lot of people. You know, we go back to that that example that my friend gave at the beginning, like her effective self-care that week. It was one of her four actionable steps. But for that week, what she was going to do was when she hung out with her kids at night, tucked them into bed and snuggled with them for a sec, 
she was going to share a passion of hers, something that she was learning and really excited and passionate about. And so that to her was self-care because it was like connecting the two, right? Like I have these kids I'm taking care of. Um, you know, maybe she's sometimes feeling a disconnect and this is a place where she can connect and then she gets to be her true self within that role. And so that is effective self-care because you're creating a holistic person. You're creating a person who is feeling that overall balance in all areas of their life. All right. So you got your homework for the week. And again, just kind of going back to the idea of looking at yourself as a divine individual and knowing that your divine worth, it, it never changes, right? So we equate so many pieces of our value to the externals, like what we're accomplishing, the to-do list, the things that are happening in other people's lives around us. We really um, bring that in and say like, oh, I really screwed that one up this week. But just know that like your divine self your value doesn't change. It never changes. Your worth is always, always consistent. And so looking in at that person, we can say and ask questions about like how to get in alignment with that. How, what do you value that can help you to align with that individual? So that's it for today. I hope that this style was okay. I, um, again, apologize for my raspy throat, my heavy breathing, but that's the way it is. And I'll rest up and get better this week. And um, I also just want to say thanks for listening. I really appreciate you guys listening. You can always follow me, follow me on Instagram at a tad bit crunchy. And if you have questions about working with me, um, I have one-on-one clients and I also have a membership going right now. And so reach out if you have any questions. Thanks. Bye. I'm so glad that you found a tad bit crunchy. You can show your love by leaving a review and sharing the show. Reviews help the podcast to be seen by more curious and intentional women just like you. And of course, sharing the podcast is how we can help more and more folks create a natural and holistic foundation for their health. If you share on social media, be sure to tag me at Whitney Bean Coaching so I can show some love. Thanks, guys.